Welcome to Sportin' Live. Introducing your host, Ed Draper. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome along to the podcast. Just a quick uh, little extra this week out of my operation. It's Justin Gaethje is challenging Charles Oliveira for the UFC lightweight title Saturday night in Arizona. And I had some time with him for Sky Sports, my day job there. Ed Draper here, by the way, sports broadcaster in the UK. And just some fascinating things to come. Um, but before we get to that, it's uh, only a short little interview that hopefully you might like if you're driving around we we'll have a few moments uh, in time this weekend, just uh, the the psychology of fighting and, and how he finds comfort and peace in it. I want to shout out again to the sponsors of the podcast, Bang & Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Housed around the corner from me in the beautiful courtyard in Montpellier region of Cheltenham. Get in touch with Jason Briggs and his team, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham Online. If you're looking to optimize your immunity, remember the podcast's association with Cytoplan, food-based supplement company that my father, Dr. Mark Draper, general practitioner, doctor, and micronutritionist has been working with advising for many years. We still take the supplements and we have a discount we still pay for the supplements, I should say. Of course, we take them and uh, at a discount rate, which we can share with you pretty much on the podcast. 30% off upfront, 10% at checkout, ongoing for future purchases. If you like the supplements, go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk, and the checkout code, the discount code is DRAPER10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the numerals one zero, and the capital letter R. And uh, by the way, if you're looking to uh, document your life story, if there's anyone in your family, you'd love to have their life story, their memories, their voice put down in quality audio. If you live in Cheltenham in the Cotswolds, we do a service in person where I come and chat to people. And if not, if you want that done on Zoom, anywhere in the world's possible. So get in touch uh, with us through Attic Box Audio. Go to atticboxaudio.co.uk, A-T-T-I-C, box, B-O-X, audio, A-U-D-I-O, .co.uk, atticboxaudio.co.uk. Right, let's get on to this uh, interview with Justin Gaethje. He recorded on Wednesday, midway through his uh, final fight week camp. He's in Arizona, actually, in uh, Phoenix, but just a few hours from where he grew up in a small town called Safford. And really interesting to get the psychology of, of being home for, for this challenge against the wonderful, uh, talented Charles uh, Oliveira, but also some interesting thoughts on Conor McGregor, where he does swear. So there's a warning here. He swears and uses some terms which may be offensive to people who are... Um, who were offended by such things. So just worth bearing in mind, this was a raw moment where he used some expletives to describe Conor McGregor. And this is uh, an interesting conversation nonetheless. I think for me, it was the the calm and the clarity that he gets through fighting and, and something we don't understand. And perhaps the vehicle and the utility of, of combat sports, why they're important to get that aspect of our humanity, that sort of primal instinct, instinct for aggression, for combat, why it's a good vehicle rather than... Um, being out in uh, in society with those, with those senses that perhaps we all have deep down, and I think it's another adver- reason why people 
fight and put themselves at risk why it's a dangerous sport but what benefits it brings to people so here he is the one and only uh, justin gaethje the highlight how you doing good thank you how are you doing yeah very well great to speak to you for for sky sports how is it to be back in your your home state this weekend is how special i'm loving it um i've been able to see my family already i got to play golf with my dad and my brother on monday so yeah it's it's awesome yeah, is it to be to be a champion in your home state? How significant that? Because I know your family worked in the in the copper mine and in Safford and things like that. It must be it must be kind of all your dreams come true, I suppose. Absolutely. I mean, just the opportunity. I have to be thankful for for the opportunity to to have the chance to accomplish something like this in the state that I'm from. Uh, I live three hours from here, but every weekend for wrestling, we would come here, and I had some of my most competitive situations in this valley um growing up it made me who i am as a competitor so it's it's nice to be back awesome does it feel an advantage to to be there does it feel are you preserving energy does it feel more relaxed than it would do normally in a, in a huge fight like this you've been here and done it before of course with, with khabib at, at this level it, the circumstances are quite different um you know we're not 13 hours ahead and we got the same food that i'm used to eating same water that i'm used to drinking and so, yeah, I, I can appreciate how normal this one is. Charles Oliveira has been saying he feels a little bit disrespected, maybe by some of, of your comments. How much respect do you, do you have for him, though, and his story from, from where he came in? I guess it's a tribute to UFC yeah. that someone had so many losses that then went on this incredible run. Yeah, it's clearly a language barrier. I mean, I'm not disrespecting the guy. I have no disrespect for him. I mean, it's inspiring what he's done. I was a fan of this sport. You know, wrestling through college, he was in the in MMA, in the UFC, fighting for fighting some of the top guys. Uh, my criticism is fair, you know. Donald Cerrone, Paul Felder, Cub Swanson, Anthony Pettis. These guys made him quit. They made him go inside and make a choice to quit. That's what happened, and that is not the man that I'm talking about now. I'm talking about a more mature and a more confident man. And I understand that. So um, I understand that he's much more dangerous and he's not that guy anymore. But it's deep down in there and I'm going to show him that it's still there. And how, how do you prepare for, for the levels that you take it to? Because you've been in some serious wars in, in, in recent years. Do you ramp up that mindset throughout this week or is it something you switch on now in terms of you think of the Tony Ferguson fight, Khabib fight, Chandler fight, the, 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 the savage wars? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, my I get a little bit short-tempered because I need to. Um, I don't like stupid questions. That's not a stupid question. I'm not saying that. But, <laughs> That's okay. But yeah. like, when someone asks me if I'm ready, like, I just want to slap them and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> of course, I better be ready. Like, I hope so. What do you mean? Um, but yeah, I just, um, the, the mindset is natural. This is who I am. There is no issue turning it on for a fight. Um, but relaxing the mind is, is nice. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm loving every part of this. And we perceive it from the outside, non-fighters who've never been in there, that, that you guys are raging when you're in there having those wars. But presumably, there's a, a clarity as, as well. Is that right? It's the most clear and comfortable that I can ever be. I've never found more comfort in my life, not in bed. Um, in that arena, with having all the control is something that I love. Is that an edge you have over Charles? You think you're referring to his previous losses? You think that 
in those moments perhaps that, that he won't relish that? We're not talking about that man anymore. Uh, this is a, you know, we're not talking about that kid anymore. We're talking about a man with confidence, um, you know, and I'm hoping it's slightly false confidence. Do you, do you have a game plan for how it plays out or when you're at this level, when you're both so multi-skilled, is it just tactics, that individual moves that you might try on the night? Um, I mean, you're not going to try nothing. Everything is precise. Um, Numbers-wise, I'm the most accurate striker in the UFC. My shots land and they land viciously. Uh, so I just got to stay internal, not allow the crowd, the lights, him to influence anything. And if he can beat the best Justin Gaethje, then props to him. Are you comfortable wherever the fight takes place, though? Because his argument is that he now feels comfortable in the in the stand-up. And, of course, with, with, with that background on the ground, that he's, he's so comfortable. Yeah, 30, 36 fights. I would hope he's comfortable now on his feet. Fuck, about time. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. He, what one thing he said, Oliveira, is that he would have liked to have uh, have given Conor McGregor an opportunity. Obviously, we're in the UK here, and Conor's just over over the seas. So there's a lot of interest in him on Sky Sports. Where do you see his relevance to this? Is is he relevant? Would you would you if you become champion look at him as a, a big payday to, to secure your family and future? Uh, the payday would not be at the top of my list. The ability to make that man disappear from this sport would be at the top of the list. Um, it's a weird situation. After I win this belt, I can say nobody deserves it or everybody deserves it. Uh, there's really not a clear, concise um, pick. I think Makachev needs to fight Dariush, and McGregor has the same the same pull that they do because of his uh, star power. So I think all of them are worthy, and none of them are worthy right now. Conflict would you be against Connor, assuming that he does get back to, to full fitness with that leg? I would be. I would be very confident. Very confident. Great stuff. And, and how confident to, to round up? I know time, I know time is pressing. After I fought Cerrone and knocked Cerrone out, he picked Cerrone to fight. And you guys didn't do the job and call him a wuss like you should have. <laughs> do, you think, do you think he hasn't been held to account enough then for his, his choices? You think that was the right choice? I don't know. Do you think that was a chicken shit choice or do you think that was the choice that you make when you want to be the best in the world? I don't know, but you would make that choice to, you to pick. Know. But you potentially would make that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there, there are obviously other other guys who are ranked higher at the time, but I mean, Cowboy's still still going, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I just not Cowboy out four weeks prior. Yeah, and he put so, he picked him. He picked him, and nobody called him out. Nobody, you know, nobody. Um, whatever. So it'd be a sweet. Care. It'd be a sweet. I think he's a pussy. I think he's a pussy. I think he's scared to fight me. I think his coach is smart enough to not let that happen. Um, I, I remember when, when was uh, his coach following me around in New York City? Remember that? That was when I fought. Uh, so right before I went to the UFC, uh, I was out fighting Luis Firmino or something in New York City, and his coach was following me around. These guys have had their eye on me forever, and they're, they're too much chicken shit to pull the trigger. But they'll have to. You'll be the immovable object. When you're a champion, you'll have, they'll have to get through you to, to, to be at the, the top level. He won't fight me. He'll, try, he'll fight Kamara before he fights me. Really? Kamara is at 170? Yeah. I think he will. Just because of your, 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 your kind of your striking, you think that's the, the key? Just mindset? You can, but if you lose to me, there's only one way to lose to me. And that's by never coming back. Especially with that man, with his confidence, I'll take every piece of his confidence 
and I'll shove it in the garbage disposal and grind it up for him. Uh, that's who I am. That's how I fight. If he knocks me out, then he's right back on the horse. And uh, most likely he won't. And most likely he takes a beating and has to show the world the bitch that he is, that he always has been. You know, he does not have the confidence anymore. Um, he doesn't have the drive to make the money because he's got all the money. So what's his why? His why is to be the cool guy. And that, that why doesn't take you far in this sport. I know time is pressing, but finally, do you, do you think your why prevails Saturday night? Because you become champion and then is it is it the start rather than the, the summit of the mountain? My why is different. My why is to inspire. Um, I have the ability to inspire the world through loss, through a loss or a win. Uh, humans recognize effort. I give max effort. I'm 100% prepared and I take no shortcuts. And that's what I want to show people. No matter where you're from, you can make the choices and you can get where you want to go. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. We're, we're inspired by it. We wish you the best of luck. I really appreciate your time, Justin. I know these interviews come thick and fast. Thank you, my man. Yes, sir. Enjoy the show. Interesting that the way he ends Justin Gaethje, isn't it, on your why, why you're doing something. And I think for fighters who become financially successful, quite often that rags to riches story has been the driver. And then it's it's questioning what is next. That's been something that's level against Conor McGregor, who's a multi-millionaire, hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, of his business interests as well. Does it has it sated his his appetite for combat? Certainly not Justin Gaethje, who seems to revel in it, isn't it? That spiritual clarity and calmness he gets through combat, I thought was was fascinating too. Let me know if you if you enjoy these little snippets that I get from interviews at work. Uh, Ed Draper, eighty one on Twitter. Ed underscore Draper Media under Ed underscore Draper underscore Media on Instagram. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? And uh, LinkedIn as well. You can contact me potentially, or uh, just review it as well. Review the podcast where you're listening to it, be it uh, Spotify or iTunes. Most people listen on iTunes or whatever platform Acast that you're listening to this on. Appreciate your support. Please pass spread the word as well if you enjoy it. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. If you're looking to optimize your immunity at cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. If you want to purchase some supplements from there, the discount code associated with this podcast is DRAPER10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the numerals one zero and the capital letter R. If you are interested in documenting your life story or someone that's loved one of yours, maybe someone in uh, senior years at the moment, they're getting their story from their childhood through to the current day and, and recording their voice in high quality audio, uh, check out atticboxaudio.co.uk, A-T-T-I-C-B-O-X, audio, A-U-D-I-O.co.uk. And we'd uh, love to speak to you. I'd love to have a conversation with them. Anyway, thank you for being here and listening to the podcast. Have a great weekend. Bye for now. Wish me luck with my knee operation. Hopefully we'll be back and firing uh, next week recording more podcasts. Welcome to Sport and Live. Introducing your host, Ed Draper.